stomping, people shouting, hadn't realized it would be so noisy. I expect it'll quieten some as we all get used to it. Willie's tone sounded a bit anxious. Yeah, I reckon so, Missy assured him quickly. He had enough to worry about without wondering if she was all right. She reached out to tuck a hand under Willie's arm. She could feel his muscles tighten as he pulled her hand against his body in silent communication. She could see the strength in his arms as they gave firm guidance to the team. His coarse cotton shirt was damp in many places, and Missy noticed he had undone a couple of buttons at the neck. Guess we just brought our noise and bustle along with us, she said wryly. Meaning? Well, you know what it's been like at home for all these weeks we've been planning, packing, crating, loading. It seemed it would never end. And the noise was really something. Everybody talking at once, hammers pounding and barrels and pans banging. It was like a madhouse, that's what it was. Willie laughed. Was kind of, wasn't it? Silence again. Missy could feel Willie steal a glance her way. She made no further comment, and finally Willie spoke cautiously. You seemed to be thinking awful deep-like. Missy allowed a quiet sigh to escape from her lips and tightened her grip on Willie's arm. Not deep, just thinking of home. It must seem awfully quiet there now. Awfully quiet? After all the days and months of getting ready, Missy was so taken up with her reverie she didn't finish her sentence, and Willie didn't interrupt. Missy thought of their two wagons crammed full. Never had she dreamed it possible to get so much into two wagons. Everything they would be needing in the months ahead had been loaded into those wagons, and a fair number of things they could very well have lived without if they'd had to, Missy realized with some chagrin. She thought particularly of the fancy dishes her ma had purchased with some of her own egg money, and insisted on packing in sawdust herself. Some day you'll be glad that you made the room, Marty had assured her. And Missy knew in her heart that she would indeed look at the dishes with the bittersweet joy and memories they brought to her soul. A sense of sadness overtook her, and she had no desire to have Willie read her mind. The thoughts of home and loved ones brought a sharp pain deep inside of her. If she weren't careful, she'd be in tears. She swallowed hard and forced a smile as she turned to him. Maybe I should get in a little more walking now, she said briskly. I'll pull over right up there ahead at that widening in the road, he promised. Missy nodded. Have you noticed we're already beyond the farms we know? Willie asked. I've noticed. Makes it seem more real, like we really are going west. The genuine jubilance in his voice made her smile. She did share his joy and excitement, but at the same instant that now familiar pain twisted within her. She was going west with Willie. 
but she was leaving behind all the others she knew and loved. When would she see them again? Would she see them again? Ever. Tears pressed against her eyes. Willie pulled the team over for a quick stop so she could climb down over the wagon wheel. The dust whirled up as he moved on without her, and Missy stepped away a few paces and turned her back. She pulled her bonnet up to keep the dust from settling on her hair. She waited until both their wagons had passed, giving a brief nod to the young fellow they had hired to drive their second team, then looked around for someone she might have already met among the other walkers who followed the teams. She didn't recognize anyone right off, so Missy smiled at those closest to her and, without a word, took a position in that group. As she walked the dusty, rutted road, her body, though young and healthy, hurt all over. She wondered how the older women were able to keep going. She glanced about her at two women walking slightly to her right. They look about Ma's age, she mused. She's well and strong and can often outwork me. But still, I wouldn't want to see her have to put in such a day. The women did look tired, and Missy's heart went out to them. Then she remembered the wagon master, Mr. Blake, giving the whole group their instructions that morning. At the time, it had seemed foolish to Missy to even consider having a short day the first few days on the trail. Now she understood the wisdom in Mr. Blake's announcement. The sun was gradually moving toward the horizon, and they would be stopping soon, she was sure. She moved over to the two ladies and introduced herself. A bit of a chat would help them all get their minds off their aching bodies. When their conversation had tapered off, Missy's thoughts turned to Willie. She wondered if he would welcome the early camp tonight, or if his eagerness to reach their destination would make him want to push on. Missy was proud of Willie, proud of his good looks. He had a dark head of slightly curling hair, deep brown eyes, a strong chin with an indentation akin to a dimple, though Willie would never allow her to call it such, a well-shaped nose that had narrowly spared perfection by his fall from a tree when he was nine years old. These descriptions were her Willie. So were the broad shoulders, the tall frame, the strong arms. But when Missy thought of Willie... She pictured not only the man whom others saw, but his character she had come to know so well. Willie, who was as manly as any, but who seemed to read her thoughts. Who considered others first. Who was flexible when dealing with others, but steadfast when dealing with himself. This was a man who was strong and purposeful in his decisions. A might stubborn, some felt, but Missy preferred to describe him as having strength of determination. Well, maybe a little stubborn, she conceded. If being stubborn was hanging on to a dream. His dream of raising cattle, of working with fine horses, of owning his own ranch, of going further west. When Willie, two years previously, had made the trip west to seek out the spread of his dreams... He had persevered through seemingly endless searching and red tape 
until he actually held in his hand the title deed for the land. After he and Missy were married, and when their actual going had been delayed in order to set aside the money needed for the venture, Willie had chafed at the delay. But his dream had not died. He had worked hard at the mill, laying aside every penny they could spare until he felt sure they had saved enough. Missy had been proud to add whatever she could from her teacher's salary to make the sum grow more quickly. It gave her a sense of having a part in Willie's dream. It was now becoming her dream, too. Missy's glance lifted to the sky to figure out the time by the sun. She calculated it was somewhere between three and four o'clock. Back home, the time of day was easily distinguished by the activity in evidence. Right now, her ma would be taking a break from heavier tasks, spending some time in her favorite chair with mending or knitting. Her pa would still be in the field. They, too, had been awfully generous in adding to Willie's little nest egg. She then thought of the final moments with her parents. Though it had happened just this morning... Time and distance were no longer the only measurements. That was her other life, and she was now heading to a new life, the one she had chosen with Willie. Pa and Ma had been so brave as they had bid her goodbye. Clark had gathered them all close around him and led them in family prayer. Marty had tried desperately not to cry. At Missy's it's all right, Mama. Go ahead and cry if you want to. The tears did come for both of them.